Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good day. It's your boy Max, and we are here with another special episode. Happy New Year to everyone. I really I realize that this is the first episode of the year. So I'd like to say good happy new year to everyone. Hope you are doing great. And on that note, we're here with a special guest. He's a guy, he's a mass communication final year, and he's a graphics designer. This was actually requested by a lot of you. I know a lot of you said you wanted soft skills. And we'll try as much as possible to get that in subsequent episodes. Um, before I continue, uh, I'd like to say a big thank you to everybody who has been tuning in. If you are a returning listener, thank you for staying with us. If this is your first time, thank you for joining us. It's going to be an awesome time. Um, so sorry, this will be my last episode for a while. But don't worry, Mark's office is still going to be going on. It's just going to be a different person. Mm-hmm. And I will introduce you to her at some point in the episode. But for now, just enjoy the meantime. All right. So the beginning of today's episode, we're going to be doing a little thing I came up with. It's called If You Are a Parent. But before we get into that, I would like us to talk a little bit about the graphic designer and the guest in question. Okay. So I'll let him do his introduction by himself. I don't want to... Suits his horn. So, yeah. Bamishi, introduce yourself. Uh, you, you kind of already said my name. <laughs> Give us a little profile of what you do and everything. All right. My name is Ojukoloa Bamishi Adebola. I'm a 400 level mass communication student of Covenant University. And I'm a graphics designer. So, basically, anything design, basically. Just anything design graphics, social media. I specialize mostly in social media design in actually. Okay. Yeah. I like I like to have, see Instagram pages have a good feel, you know, when people go to your page and then they just see it like and they're like, okay, I, I really want to patronize this person. I like it when companies have that. So I like to give companies that kind of outlook. And then I also do events. Might have seen my designs on different events last year, maybe from TEDx Covenant University. Okay. So, Taylor Knight, the guy during, yeah, so I was, I was the guy behind those designs. So yeah, that's basically what I do as a, as a graphics designer. Okay. So just give us a little bit of insights into your regular process as a graphics designer. Like, okay, what, okay. How did you start graphic design? Let's start with that. Let's start with that. Okay. Well, since ever since I was younger, actually, I've started, I've loved playing around with things that had to do with editing and graphics. So in the sense that I'll pick up a phone, I'll just go to the editing features and just be around with them. I'll put myself in the billboard and I'm like, oh, wow. And everybody's just like, oh, okay, this is great. This is great. But I'll say my journey fully, fully kicked off as a graphic designer in 2019. Okay. I was just, I was just graduating from secondary school and then I, I just got a phone. And then, okay, I have a phone. So what do I do? So now I got to download Canva, you know. Right now, I slander Canva users, but I started, actually started from Canva okay. in 2019 on my phone. And then I started to play around. At that time, I started to play around with templates, started to play around with the different things I could get my hands on. And then, yeah, from there, we started, and we started kicking off. I remember back then in 2019, there was this issue about xenophobia. I did one one light green xenophobia, say no to xenophobia thing. Yeah, and then I posted it on Twitter and then it just kind of blew up and I was like, whoa, like, okay, maybe I should actually continue with this. And then, so 
From there, I think I had a bit of a pause in the middle because at that time I really wanted to start using Photoshop, but I just didn't have the equipment for it. I didn't have the my laptop at that time. It was <laughs> not okay, yeah. compatible, right? You know those laptops that you turn on, you put it on the you put it on the desk, you turn it on, and then everywhere is vibrating. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love that. I would just bring up. I, I couldn't even carry my laptop around. You know, I just turn it on in public, and everybody's just looking. I'm like, guy, stop vibrating the chair. So that that was basically why. But still, I continued using my phone. You know, through the lockdown. Through the lockdown, I continued using my phone. And then I started making some, some, some money. Lockdown, you know, everybody was trying to find the best way to, to reach out money, to people. Yeah. Yeah, so you come to me, okay, I want to advertise my business. I, so I, I actually explored from, from, actually I explored a lot of different graphic designing apps on mobile. You know, I, I, I was, I started with Canva, if you remember, I started, yeah, I started with Canva. But then I started to use other apps like Over. I, I think I, there was this Adobe, Adobe some um, Adobe for social media app that I used as well. So I started to just explore different things, different ways I could just kind of improve and make my stuff better. And then until one magical day when my mom came back from work, you know, after the lockdown, eased at eased a bit. So she came down from work and she was like, hmm, "I have a gift for you." I'm like, I was this woman saying like, okay, which gives you up? And then she brought a brand new laptop, laptop and I was just like, yes, finally. So from then on, I started to use Photoshop. So let's just say I'm four years in the journey now. Right four now. years into the journey of four Photoshop. Years into the journey of so you, use, you know how to use Photoshop very well. Yeah, I'm learning, I'm learning. <laughs> Is it just for graphics? Okay, wait, let me not see. Graphics in design entails like picture editing too. Or is it just like templates or anything? Can you use graphic? Can you use Photoshop to its full extent? That's picture editing, creation of pictures, and still templates. Or is just templates? No, no, there, there are no templates on Photoshop. Okay. Uh, there, there are templates on Photoshop that you could use, but I normally start from a black white canvas. Okay, okay, okay. So just you know, so, you're looking at the white canvas and like, oh, here we go. So everything you've done is from ground zero. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I mean, that's that's fantastic, actually. Well, I have zero experience in graphic design, and I'm not so, would I say, good with it. But at the same time, I tried Photoshop once, didn't work out. <laughs> what was your problem? What was the problem you had? No, I'm just, I'm just the kind of person that if something gets too hard, it's not like I'm a critter, but if there's no <laughs> if there's no real reason for me to do it, like now, I know it was 2020. No, not 2020. It was it was um what do you call it now? It was swept, swept during my swept period. Mm-hmm. That's 200 level. As 200 level after 200 level. I told myself because what period is a good period to actually learn things because like it or not you're just doing practical everything you're doing is practical oh, okay. and then you end your classes by like two, three well, that's maximum time, four so you're done from like two to the end of the day and it's not like a normal school where you read and do these things yeah. so it's practical and what you're doing you're done so for the rest of the day spend it how yeah, you like have, have you have everything you want to do you don't have to stress yourself you don't have to reason anything you get except maybe they give you one assignment but it's never anything serious I told myself okay Go to learn something. Picked up Photoshop. And at the point in time, I got used to 
getting Adobe. Like I have my laptop then. Yeah, my laptop then. I had about I think there are 50 Adobe packages. I had wow. 27 of them. Wow. I did not know how to use any of them. <laughs> I know these any of them, but I just had them because I felt like, oh, it's nice to have them. Because all these things you need to pay for them. But me, I cracked it. Yeah. Well, I got it cracked. So I was like, oh, it's one way or the other. I'll learn, I'll learn, I'll learn, I'll learn. And I'm just like, even learning one takes <laughs> takes, it, takes, takes it. a lot of commitment it's, and it's just so, more, it's just more advisable to pick one, two, three, or three exactly. at most and I feel like your mastery. the thing about Adobe packages is that they all have... Adobe is a very good company, honestly, yeah. because they all have their different specifications. Exactly. But all of them work in tandem to kind of help you to build something very beautiful. Exactly. Like when you're working with Adobe Photoshop, or let me know if it's Adobe Photoshop. If you're working with Adobe Premiere Pro now, it's mainly for video. Exactly. But for someone like me that's a podcaster, I can use Adobe Premiere Pro to edit audio. Exactly. But if I want to use strictly audio, I use Adobe Audition. Audition. Exactly. Adobe products help you to work in tandem with each other. Like now, for example, if there are some features in Adobe Premiere Pro that you don't have, especially when you want to audit your audio, just specifically, you don't want to touch the video, mm-hmm. but there's something you want to add a sound effect. Mm-hmm. Or there's, a, there's an interlude in your video that you just want to add something. That point was just quiet and you just want to change something there. In Premiere Pro, you can't do that because you are working in you are working with the video and audio. Video but, and audio. But so you can export it. It's exactly. just basic audio for exactly. It's just audio for Premiere Pro, and it's, it's beautiful. Honestly, it feels makes you feel like a sound engineer if you know what you're doing. <laughs> if you know what you're doing. But I mean, I started learning Adobe Audition when I got home this past December, and I'm not a pro, but I can say I'm an, an intermediate. I can do a lot of things. I can delete audio. I mean, for people that are listening to this podcast, from when I started to now, they can agree that the audio has been has very different, very... Yeah, it has improved. All right. So let's move on to the game. I don't know how to call it the game. It's not really the game. <laughs> but let's move on to the topic for today. If I were a parent. Now, this was inspired because if you're my friend, I found out that, you know, when, when, when you're in your thoughts, you kind of think everybody thinks like you. Or in the sense that you kind of think every there's something that people just agree to. Yeah, but uh, yeah, well, like, like I, I feel like there's a there's a place of that because somehow everybody can relate to. There are some memes that yeah, everybody can, can relate, relate to. to. So it's like everybody's living the same, same life, life. Like exactly. How, like, but how? then when when Marumet and I were having a discussion, the discussion was tending towards. I think I can't remember what happened, but the discussion was tending. Okay, we're complaining about CU. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're complaining. I'll be honest. We're complaining Daily about CU. We're complaining about CU, but we started from complaining about our department. Complaining about CU, and we're all in the same course, obviously, because of the way CU has arranged us. So we're talking about like, okay, if you if you're a parent now, which is something kind of parents. I feel like that's the first question. If you're a parent, and the way you're complaining about CU right now, mm-hmm. yeah, what would be your alternative if you can't take your child outside 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 Nigeria? What's the alternative from CU? To be honest, the way the Nigerian education system is, is just messed up. I'd have said a public school, but like, I feel like I don't want my child like to growing so gray exactly, hair. I don't want, I don't want my child so. growing gray hair on the <laughs> Like, I, I'll say probably, I'll just tell my child to follow their passion. After like, if he knows, if he knows how to play ball, oh, that one. <laughs> <laughs> no worry, I'll sponsor him. Just, just gonna learn how to play ball, but. 
is well for me. It might be it might be learning a skill, or maybe I just find the another private university like Babcock or something. But I mean, to be honest, I feel like there's no way I'll take my child that they will not complain. If you take them to Babcock, they'll complain. They'll have some complaint about Babcock. You take them to another, no matter where you take you, I feel like that's just how education is. Education is rigged to make you complain. You are going to keep complaining. It's not even that. Like, I like what you said, but at the same time, the real question was, now, you comp- we've complained so much about Covenant University, mm-hmm. the rules, the setting, the everything, but the question now is, now, you are a parent. Mm-hmm. You've experienced Covenant University firsthand. <laughs> You've been through it. Now, you're like 20-something and okay, no, okay, thirty yeah. something, forty, close to forty. Now your child is now at the age of fifteen, mm. and he's he or she. Let's just say the, let's just go with the boy first. Okay, he now says, okay, daddy, I don't know what university I want to go to. All I know is that I want to study essay. I want to study industrial math. Okay, most universities offer industrial math. I want to study industrial math. What you wait? What would you give? What kind of what university will, will you give your child and why? Let me try and answer the question. Now, I looked at all universities. Guys are saying PAU, Nile, Abwad, Bowen, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. Now, the greatest gift I can give my child is knowledge of God given. Mm-hmm. And we all know that, okay, Covenant University has its flaws. <laughs> Plenty <laughs> flaws. But one of the flaws is not chapel. Mm, I feel true. like one of the flaws is true. not chapel. True. Chapel is one of the only places in this school that you can feel like, okay, this is a place that I can be at peace. Exactly. With everything that is going on, I can be at peace here. That's why it's always advisable to train the services. Apart from being a support system, there's also a family. True. Exactly. And I was not thinking about it because see, you complain about it so much. But when you got the alternatives, this place actually doesn't seem so bad. Because okay, you go to you go to Abward, where prices are through the roof and prices are through I, I don't know how true this is but I was talking to people telling me comp science is 6 million that's, that's my that's like, my tenure yeah. in Covenant University yeah, plus extra bro. your pocket money too is added to this is 6 million <laughs> exactly that's my tenure my full tenure in Covenant University for 5 years and extra for one for one one year just one year it's, ex- it's excessive now they talked about now they talked about PAU they are especially expensive now everything in and PAU I get that you get the education you're actually booking for. But I feel like it's a little bit too expensive. Very, very expensive. I mean, CU oh. is like cut priced for quality. You may not you may not necessarily come to school and be like, okay, this papa school, this and that. But in the end, you look at the alternative. Okay, you want to go to Babcock. Mm-hmm. I have nothing against Babcock. <laughs> I have nothing against Babcock people. But you cannot compare these two, these two schools together. The truth is that as much as as much as we tend to slander CU, as much as we tend to talk about CU, I'll I'll be honest with you. I think CU has actually had a lot exactly. of great impact on my life. I think from from when I got in, I, I was just like, eh, I didn't really have to be fair, I didn't really have any educational, I didn't really have a choice, to be honest. So there. So it was see you or nothing. Yeah, see you or I go to Unilag and then my mom was especially against Unilag. Because she was like Nope, 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 nope. They are going to strike. So I didn't really have many, many options. And that was maybe my last option was writing SATs. And then Ah. it was just... No. So SAT was like a 50-50 chance in the sense that a lot of people... I know quite a number of people that wrote SATs. So it was more like a 50-50 thing. So 
And then also my parents didn't want me going too far. And I think I was, I'm quite happy that I didn't write this, but due to some personally known reasons. So CU, as, as much as we like to slander CU, CU is actually the best possible option, option in Nigeria. In Nigeria. Yeah, actually one of the best. Because the, the things you get from being in CU, actually there, there are things that you get. The USP in CU's case is like that spirituality. Yeah. And once you get that spirituality, once After you have that kind else. of, you have that sense of purpose before leaving school, you just have this kind of thing that you can face anything. So eh, if I can't take my child abroad, if CU is still CU, and then they fix some of their flaws, there are many flaws. We will give it to them. Yeah, my okay. We will give it to them. We're going to go with the broad sense now. If you're a parent, how would you raise your male child? Oh, that is okay, we'll talk about male. How you raise your female child? We'll go back to them. You had a girl. Now we're going through the stages of our life. Mm-hmm. How would you raise her? What would you be? What would you start with? Like, okay, let me start. So I'll give you an example. Now, I don't know how old I am. I don't even care. But I'm sure I just I just got married. My first day of marriage, I had a child. Child is a girl. One girl. I don't want twins. <laughs> why? Why not twins? I feel like that twins thing. <laughs> <laughs> if only 12 years now say they want to go to now that's 7 that's 14 million just leave me your pocket that's 12 million just leave me your pocket I feel like face confused face confused when you're in the same class you just about, begin it talk about hair exactly talk about hair, this, talk about like, this. but when they're distance now you talk, one one is still worrying about chicken chicken things the other one is worrying about hey you can like, okay, wait, 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 wait 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 let your sister finish exactly exactly <laughs> But when told them about the same thing, you pay, it's basically paying, no matter what you're buying, you're buying double. Exactly. Just, and just, you can't buy it for one. And, and it's the same with the twins. Other. They just have, most twins have the same taste, which is like, they would dress the same, even if they don't dress the same way every day, but they would dress the same. They always kind of look the same. Kind of always together. Always like, together. identical twins. Like, I, I feel like, I don't know how parents are given to identical twins. No, I feel like after a while, you get used to them. How do you identify? When you're in the house with somebody 24-7 <laughs> every day, except when they are babies. When Because if you're with somebody throughout the span of your life, actually from childhood, you get used to them. Like, I know a set of twins that we were in the same primary school, same nursery, same primary, same secondary school. By the time we got to secondary school, people were like, they couldn't differentiate them. It was so vivid to me. Like, it was too clear how they were different. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, but, but, like, I'm talking at the stage of when they are very young. Like, you might just when end up feeding one Yeah, twice, I like. feel like at that point in time, you may just have to differentiate them. Like, okay, this is this is one person's crew. This is another person's crew. And you just make sure, or you dress them in, like, letters. Like, if it's me, let's say one is is... Okay, let's use grace and glory. Let's say one is grace and another one is glory. G L G O. I'll make it on your clothes, embroider it on your clothes so that anything happens, I will not misplace you. Simple. Because it's be very bad if you be calling one person grace and another person glory and then you mistake two of them. It's very bad. Okay. So back to the whole thing. As a child, me, I feel like from a very young age, and I'm not a parent, but mm-hmm. for my from my I feel like I'm a very young age, I'll be exposing you to little because there's this there's this theory that people think of that. Babies do not understand anything, anything they are learning, what it is they are doing, but they are slowly learning from everything you do. In the sense that it's the same there. babies learn how to walk, not just because they are trying to understand, because they are seeing you walking and they want to they do want what to you do. do. Yeah, it's exactly. just a copying. Copy They're just trying to do what you do. That's why you see them try and walk and stand and do this and that. So in my own way, I think I'll introduce my baby into little bit intellectual things. 
Mm. Like obviously the kind of TV shows and this thing I'm watching. Me, I cannot be giving them these like ten topics in their life. <laughs> and people will never know this called ten topics in their life. <laughs> Nothing like Dora the Explorer that will be deading your brain cells. I think something intellectual, maybe at least when you are one years old, two years old, though, between that period, we're giving you quizzes that will make you think. That's great, and Einstein. Honestly, I feel like even if I want my child to be like social and happy and everything, be smart. Exactly. Because having a good, be very good upstairs, even if it's not with book. I think I think the most important thing for me is that spirituality, like because the, yeah. even with the cartoons that are coming out now. No, I get you. No, of, I get you with the spirituality, but at that point in time, they can't get anything. Because the thing about spirituality is what you don't understand what you're doing, you're not doing anything. Mm, exactly. exactly. Yeah, that's, that's when they grow up to the level of understanding, yes, very much so, is Bible stories every day. Giving. Like, as much as, as much as you, because the truth is, uh, that kind of thing, raising your child in the way of Lord is the best kind of inheritance you can give them. Facts. Without, without anything. Like, as long as you know God, you'll fend for yourself. Even if I don't have anything to give you, you make out, you, you grow up to be something greater than Anything I could have ever given you. Exactly. I could be a billionaire and you would grow up to be far greater than me. It doesn't matter. Do you get it? But I was talking about in their early days now. They are still, they don't even understand what zeros and ones are yet. <laughs> they don't understand anything. Their brain is just water. I think, I think like, like we said earlier now, it's just about kids just kind of copy. Copy. So, like, the most the most important way you can raise them or the most important thing you can do is to set a good example. A good example. So because it's what what exactly whatever they see you doing is what they are going to try and copy. And then we we, 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 we when you think babies are actually not smart or they are actually not getting it. But they are learning. but they are they are they are slowly recording they are slowly recording different things. Even though even when they grow up they might not even know that okay they picked up some yeah. things when they were far 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 little. But it's it's actually what is something that affects like how they think yeah. when they now grow. So it's about for me it's about making it like a good a really really good example. But I think I want my kids to have, especially if it's a girl child, I want her to have a kind of a sense of independence, mm. a kind of a sense of like you should learn to think and grow and think by yourself and have this kind of emotional intelligence, not just not just behave like. Because like there's a lot of there's a wild mentality I see mostly around now these days and then you know ladies have this kind of entitlement to things that other people might have, especially guys. But I think I want I want a kind of a kind of lady girl or a kind of kid where where I'd like her to just have this kind of this sense of independence, sense of okay, I can actually do a lot of things. I can actually do things myself. I can I can do great things. I can be big. I can be successful. I can be grown. I can be a, can be a really, really big woman if I can just put myself to it. If I can put my heart to it, if I can put my mind to it, I can, I can grow to become something. You know, just having that kind of, you know, not having this kind of inferiority complex. Like, okay, like this is for guys. For guys. No. If you want to try it, you can put your mind to it and actually, actually get to it. Actually. Sure. Okay, let's move on to the adolescents. When they are teenagers, teenagers, basically, you have sense. Now you have sense. We're giving you, you're going to their early years, let's say one to 10. Now we're talking about 14 and above to at least 20. One thing I give 
For a girl, one thing I'll give a girl is the sense of let's talk, you guys. I give you one thing after after you know respecting no after spirituality. Mm-hmm. I make sure I push that into you by fire by force. <laughs> by fire by force. Yeah, but not so much for so that not force to, to the extent that you hate it, but make you have a longing towards it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Secondly, I feel like many people these days, not thank God not a confidence university, they're not much, but they are. People need to respect women. Mm. In the sense of, see, the female gender will piss you off. I'll be the first to tell you, <laughs> and the female gender will naturally piss you off. Mm. It doesn't even have to be your, whatever you go to your friends. We're talking to the random people that every day just do something stupid. Very annoying. Very annoying. I, 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 I can tell you this because I grew up around women. I grew up around women. I went to arts class. So, arts class. Arts class can have four boys and then like 26 girls. girls. So, that's I, I, kept, I went to arts class. And now I'm in Mascom. In Mascom, we're like 15 boys. One of them, all the Mascom boys put together, we're not filling up to four rooms. <laughs> Yo, and then you have up to like tens and tens of girls. So yeah, girls are definitely. It can be very, very annoying. But one thing I always like to tell guys is that on see there it should not even be an option to one harm in any way. It shouldn't be it shouldn't be in your thought process. Like no matter what they do, they can piss you off. They can even go as far as assault you. Because I need I need people to understand that. No offense, guys and girls are not on the same strength standing. No matter, no matter how weak you are as a guy, <laughs> you are not on the same strength standing. So, how do I put it? If a girl should hit you and I hit a girl, it affects both of us very, very differently. Right. And I feel like a lot of guys tend to forget. It's just be like, because I've heard you guys say both of us are human beings. Yes, you are. <laughs> but we're not the same kind of human being. Exactly. It's like, it's like okay, me and Dwayne Johnson... And you just okay, let's let me put the most of human beings now. Yeah, I'm not gonna piss him off and you slap him. I feel like it will not be the same thing. Do you get exactly? Not. I feel like you always need to skill. And if I I always like to tell my guy this, you can't, no matter what, respect women. Forget the fact of not hitting them in the way you behave, in the way you speak, in the way you treat them. Yeah, just also in the be, way I think a lot of guys <clears throat> see women as trophies and exactly. I have that I have a strong problem with that mentality and then they just they just see women as trophies as, as like okay like, eh, it's just a woman like, I have be like especially when you've not talked about like relationships, relationships yeah. and then some, some people just jump into relationships because in quotes I want to have okay. babe I have yeah. babe and then it's just it makes it makes really 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 no sense and it's just about the fact that both guys and girls think in clearly different ways they think they think in different ways, and then it's up to it's up to guys, also girls, because there are some there are some ladies that their behaviors are inexcusable. Yeah, we don't talk about, but it's up to you as a guy to think. Okay, that this is just how they think, and then I just have to free it. Yeah, just have to free it and be the calm one, because you 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 can't you can't actually react. Can't do anything. You can't react like. Can't really do anything. You have to. I think I learned something. You have to respond and not react. Yeah. Because if you react to every single lady that my person, ah no, it's, even though, because even when you get into a relationship now, you and then you have to know your partner is going to piss you off. Shout out to my partner; she is going to piss you off in a lot of ways. And then it's up to you. I and I think 
one thing that is not even condonable is beating. You you shouldn't shouldn't get to the level where you are beating up. That is exactly, and you have to scare me from the fact that sometimes, eh, just be, just leave the situation. Let it be. You Let it be. Yeah, it's not everything. You have to be right. Sometimes eh, you have to actually take the fall. Just think and take the fall. Sometimes just, just think, take even if you know that okay, this thing does not make any sense. Sometimes just take it and just say okay, it's fine. Let me just let me just free this one for you. You'd be surprised. It goes a long way. It goes a, it goes long, a long way. way. And not, just, not just even guy guy relationships. Even guy guy relationships. Sometimes no, most guy guy relationships are very simple. Most of the times, one of them will just say okay. <laughs> okay I'll just tell you okay. Anyway, this morning I was I was going to I was entering my class and then the people that were having the class in the venue that were supposed to have the class, two guys fought. Two guys fought. So I mean like physical, the actually went physical. So my lecturer was like, you should sit down in the class. So while we were having our own class in the same venue, they were there sitting with us. And then all of a sudden within the class, we just saw that the two guys had started talking. And they started talking to each other and then the next thing, they are, my lecturer is like, okay, you guys should stand up and hug. And they stood up and they, they shook hands and they hugged. And so, like, it was just very, very calming. And so I, I was talking to my friend. I was like, if it was women, if it was two women, <laughs> on your mm, wedding day, they are yeah, still going to remember. Yeah, they will be fighting each other. So it's just like the way guys think is different from the way girls think. So it's, it's up to actually as guys. And if you want to maintain... Lasting relationships with females, you have to learn patience. That, yeah, a lot of patience. You have to learn that they they don't see things the way you see things. Yeah, they don't they don't think in the way you think. Yeah. So you you have to yeah. There are some things you have to just free let them go. Let yeah. them go. Now we'll just end with this. We'll talk about the, the concept of relationships. How you treat it as a guy and how you treat it as a girl. Yo, just say you have a very close relationship with your children. Mm-hmm. Your 17 year old, no, 17, no, that's a minor. Your 19 year old <laughs> son comes to tell you that, Daddy, not even I want, I have a baby. Mm. Oh, no, like, okay, not even I have. There's this girl, you know, she's my friend, we're getting mm. close, this and that. How you think it? How you think it? How you think it? Well, I think I would like to go differently from how our own African parents okay, take okay. it. You know, okay. Our own African parents take it. Ah, so, 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 I'll see me girlfriend. So, 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 ah. <laughs> Oh, lady girlfriend, do so so to so your books, but I think I'd like to take a slightly different approach. Says that okay. Do you know what you are getting into? Do you know why exactly you are getting into? It? Do you, okay. Do you know why exactly? I think a lot of things will go better for people or for for human beings as general if they know exactly why. Yeah, why exactly is okay. So you want to get into the relationship? Why exactly? What exactly? is the point of being in a relationship. Why do you want to be in a relationship? If you're in a relationship, how does it affect you? You know, I think it's about getting education. Even before they get to that stage, I think, God helping me, I, I would like them to have this kind of information because peer pressure can push you into a relationship. Mm. And then I think, okay, I just want to have a baby. Everybody's having a baby. I just mm. want to have a baby. Because, but women are not trophies. A relationship is not a trophy. A relationship is not an achievement. It's not, it's really not an achievement. Many people try like to put a relationship up there as an achievement. But it's not, it's not, a, it's not an achievement. It's, a, it's actually a journey. If you are dating somebody, why exactly are you dating them? Yeah. Are you dating them just because everybody's having a relationship? Or are you actually dating them because you have a bigger picture in mind? 
So I think I, I like to encourage having a bigger picture in mind. What exactly this relationship now in next one year, next two years, next three years, four, five years, where do you see yourself and that person together? Do you have do you have a sense of the bigger picture in mind? Do you have that in mind? Do you have a vision for a relationship? Exactly. Do you have a vision for a relationship? Are you just going into a relationship? To just okay. vibe. Like, just vibe and, and like yeah. and do all those things. Like, no, like it's really, it's really not that. I think also abstinence because abstinence is really, really important. I mean, my child goes, makes one, scores a, a wrong goal, just can't do anything. And then, you goof. <laughs> because you will learn work. You will okay. learn work. If I had, if I had a, a, a man or a guy that would come and tell me that, um, I think you just summed up everything I wanted to say, actually. Basically, I would obviously ask him, do you, first of all, do you actually like her? Like, it's not a matter of you think you do. Mm-hmm. Are you really sure? Are your convictions solid? My, my, one of my teachers in secondary school, he said something that, to today, that day actually, I think he actually inspired the whole relationship thing for me. He said, okay, if you really like, if, you, if a guy, for girls, he's not sure, but if a guy claims to like a girl, ask him why. If all he can tell you are physical quantities, he yeah, doesn't yeah, like yeah, her. Definitely. He doesn't like her at all. <laughs> Definitely. If he's talking to you and he's like, okay, she's fine. She's this, she's that. Okay. Okay. What do you like about her? Eh, she's fine. So, so when she gets pregnant, I know she's big. You know, I said that you don't like her she's anymore. She's fat Or, or <laughs> if your guy cannot list five things Apart from about her personality, about her genuine personality and who she is, that are good, Likes about it. He doesn't really like her. Yeah. He just likes the idea or her, which is on its own very, very bad. So I think one of the things I'll actually inculcate is okay. You like somebody that's not a problem. You're at the age when yeah, you begin to like me. Yeah. It's fine by me. I don't have an issue with that. Just one. Obviously, like you said, absolutely celibacy is a must. I feel like that one I'll call two of you and you sign contract. There's no, there's no wow, contract. Wow. Sign contract. That there is no way. It's very effective. There is no way. I feel like that kind of thing. You scare both of them first. So when you when you do that, okay, you cannot do this kind of thing. Do you know? Do you know? My school used to tell me that his mom told him that if you if he walks on the same line as a girl, that she was going to get pregnant. Yeah, this is that. This is that. Thing. That you that you separate it, but that's the thing. I will I will scare you and say that okay, you can't be with it. You can't have no issues with it. You want to be with it, baby. That's fine. As long as you are in there for the right reasons, I don't have a problem with it. I feel like these the kind of days, as long as you have a vision for each other, and then it's guided by the right reasons. Not, I just feel like yeah, I don't have a problem with it. But a girl on the other hand, I'm sorry, never. <laughs> <laughs> No, not even reason, not even reasonably because I'm saying okay, girls cannot handle it. I know a lot of girls are emotionally strong. But I know guys, I know guys these days. Because of guys five what? years from now. <laughs> so I can only trust you if you're my child. I can only trust my child. I can't trust another person's child. Mm. Except you, you come and have an extensive conversation with me. And I'll look at you and I'll be like, fine. But I know that it will be somehow for me to call my my daughter's boyfriend and to be talking. No, I wouldn't do that. So personally. For girls, you can have, you can have. I don't have a problem with it. But one, respect each other. Mm. The same things I would tell the guy, do this, do that, don't do that. But one more thing I would be is that you on your own, don't instigate anything. Because see, one thing I, I, I tend to tell girls is that, look, a guy can make up his mind that he's not, he doesn't want to do anything mm. naturally. But if a girl instigates it, like it or not, 
it's we have to, to it's going to have this it's we have uh, yeah okay maybe she... that's why somebody my pastor no my pastor he passed me the joke one time it was like to be honest that whole marital sex thing is not dependent on the man the man is ready any day anytime when you're ready just fine when you're very ready it's fine but you just you have to ask him like today she'll be like yes then she says no you pack up and go and sleep there's nothing you want to do because you cannot force you cannot probe you can just sleep you go out to your coach and you will sleep you cannot force anybody to do anything absolutely exactly a man because that's becoming something else right yeah exactly don't force anybody to do anything so that's why if as a girl don't try and push anything mm. so as a girl if i'm talking to my, if i'm talking to my my daughter i'm like no just don't even try and push at all anything just- I think it is about setting very high standards. Setting very, very, very high, high standards. standards. Not so that any boy that wants to come and say, okay, I love you, it wouldn't be as if you've not loved yourself enough or you don't know the love of God. So any little thing just makes it look exactly. Big to you. exactly. When you have the love of God and when you when you love yourself to a certain extent, it's, it's anybody coming to you will just be like, what you it will be a matter of what else can you offer me? Not yeah. necessarily. Oh, he's my everything. Yeah. He's this, he's that. Why you say something say he's my everything? You've missed it because naturally, if you if you have self love and if you know the love of God, there's nothing more you're looking for. I don't need somebody to come and love me because I know God loves me. Exactly. And there's nothing else I need. To Absolutely. be honest, you are just a human being that will one day die, <laughs> or will one day die. So it's not like I'm saying that. Okay, don't marry, don't fall in love. Love is a beautiful thing, especially yeah. when you are feeling it. But also remember, it's just a chemical reaction in your body. So. <laughs> You do, you need to, I feel like you just need to balance it out. It's a, there, there's a lot of balance that needs to go into. But first of all, there's a level of self confidence that I believe everyone should build, and not just and specifically even especially ladies should build a, a level of self confidence in the sense that even there are some girls that you know that there are some girls now. Some guys believe that okay, there are some girls that are just up there. Like, yeah. They just don't want to go there. They are just like ah, well, this girl is really, really. This girl yeah, up there. I don't want to. Yeah. You know, when you are when you are positioned in that kind of way, you can only attract the right guys. Yeah. And that that's 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 just that's just one thing. When you set yourself to a higher standard, a very high standard. So you just, just don't have around. you don't have fools coming near you and yeah, saying yeah, that yeah. like exactly. So you you just put yourself at the door. So there's there's just this level of self confidence that should come with. Okay, yeah. you want to be in a relationship, yeah, that's right. <clears throat> but do you really love yourself first? Do you have a sense of confidence in yourself? In the sense that even if relationship crashes, of course, like you have this, of course, it's painful. It's not exactly, simple, but, but you like you can just always pick yourself up and say, because you know who you are, and you're, you're confident to run in offices. Not that as the relationship ends, your life has ended, yeah, everything yeah. has packed up. You just move and you just say, yeah, that's due. Mm. There's one more thing. This is beyond. Okay, now they want to get married. Mm. Now there's this old. I feel like everybody has been on Twitter, and Instagram. There's always this conflict. <laughs> Who would you love more, your wife or your mom? <laughs> there has always been that conflict, and it all started with um, the question: if if you want to take. If your ma- if your wife if your mom came to your house and she let's say you wanted to take your mom out and your wife wants to come along who's going to sit in front? To be honest, which one of them is living with me? <laughs> which one of them is going to live with me for the rest of my life? Is my hey. wife. So I, for me, yeah, it's it's kind of it. It's it's really it's, I can't, is it honestly, really a debate. I really? can't. Re- it's a debate because I can answer that question mainly because I look at it and it's very 
touchy. Because, look, my mom has raised me all my life. <laughs> she will forever be the number one. No offense. My wife can be anything. She can be all things and perfect and everything. But look, I'll see. Um, for everybody who knows me, you know that I me. Mean? I love my mom. Forget hard guy. Like forget, <laughs> forget hard guy. Hard guy. Hard guy is for everybody here. Like if you see me at home, I behave like a child. <laughs> I behave like a child because I'm around my mom and I love my mom very much mm-hmm. more than anything in this life apart from God. But at the same time. I feel like when when you are with your, your partner significant other, yeah. I feel like there will be there will be a distance where you just go and say, okay, this woman has been here all my life. Oh. We are also here. Please just don't put me in the middle. I feel like that's don't ever ask me that kind of question. Don't ever don't ever put me in that kind of situation. Choose between me and your mom. My mom is not a problematic person. She's not. Exactly. She will never come in the case where she will be. Saying, oh, my son, my son, my son. They're trying to me. She'll never. My mom knows her boundaries. If, if, if it comes to, like, okay, I have something with a girl. My mom knows when to hold her peace and mm-hmm. when to speak. She will speak when it becomes, when it's beginning to affect me. But as long as I'm happy and there is no issue and she's not leading me one down path, my mom does not have an issue with it. She, as long as you're a good person and you're all right. Exactly. And, and you're not probably, causing problem. But the answer is, okay, I love my mom so much. But my mom also has a husband. <laughs> my mom has her own husband. So I think it's, it should not be a, it should not be a debate or something. No, because I'm really not the yeah, the fight, yeah, yeah, really. I think my partner, my partner is really is the one that is going to live with me for the rest of my life. So yeah. I, I think I'm going to take my partner. I, I, it's not ten about taking my partner over my mom no. or taking my mom over my partner. Because I think it's about coexistence. But of course, like my partner is going to be a priority. Once I'm married, my partner is kind of a priority then over everyone else. Because I mean I'm I'm constantly I'm living with my partner. I'm I'm with my partner for the rest of my life. I think. Because my, my, my mom also has her own partner. So well, it's fine, yeah. <laughs> It's okay. Thank you so much, Bamiche, for your time. The episode has been fun. We hope to have you again sometime. <laughs> Thank you for having Thank you so me. Much. What do you have to say to the rest of the listeners? I want to do that. What do you have to say to the listeners? It's exam time. What do you have to say to them? Uh, listeners, dear listeners, please, if I see a student, hold your books tight. Hold your books tight. And then one last one, a very, very final note. I think it's one thing to have a lot of things in this world, but you can have everything you want when you have God with you. Yeah. So... Matthew 6, verse 3, seek you first the kingdom, kingdom of God, God and all things, all things. To you. But also don't seek the kingdom just because you want all the other things. Yes. That so do things for the right reasons, basically. You know, let's always have, always aspire to have a strong why for doing things. Before you do anything, ask yourself, why am I doing this? Why exactly am I doing this? Why? Why? Have the bigger picture in mind, obviously. Yeah, I think that's, that's what I'll tell you. And with that, we end today's episode. Thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to subscribe on whatever uh, whatever app you are listening to and have a good day. Success in our examinations. We will be back after exams. Have a good one.